Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <laughs> we are live. Welcome back to Are You Serious Sports? Do you like the merch, baby? The question is, do you like the merch, baby? I told you July 1. We just got the template right now. The merch is in July the 1st. You can get these shirts. You can get hats. Anything that you need, you're going to be able to get coming July 1st. T-shirts, hashtag Rafino's Rants, whatever you want. I greatly appreciate my boy Casey over in Hammond. He got the merch. It's looking good. We got the fishing shirt. We got the AYS logo. We got the AYS hat, hashtag Rafino's Rants. It's all ready to go. We got a good show in store for you tonight. My wife said that I got to change up my intro. So she says I got to be like, hey, guys, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Baby, I see you in the stream. I greatly appreciate my wife joining. But we got a good show in store for you tonight. Although we do, I'm very, dude, I'm so fired up for the merch. So fired up for the merch. Ed Orgeron speaks. Now, he spoke a couple days ago. I'm going to put, I, I did it on SEC Gumbo. So you can go follow us there at SEC Gumbo. I talked about it. Last night, I talked about it today with Bill King. We're going to talk about that today. 30 LSU athletes still do not have coronavirus. We're going to talk about that. Big, huge, literally and figuratively, huge commitment. We're going to talk about Garrett uh, Dellinger committing to LSU, to the Tigers today. We're going to talk a little bit of recruiting. I'm not going to say a lot of time in there. Hashtag, as always, Rafino's Rants. That's right. Hashtag Rafino's Rants. Guys. Colin Cowherd done did it again. He done did it again. Also, Major League Baseball is back. We're going to touch on that. My man, Doobie Lane, is back on the ones and twos. We greatly appreciate it. But before we get started, as always, guys, hit the like and hit the share. We are not on Twitter tonight. If you're going to be listening to this via podcast, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. We greatly appreciate that. Give us a good rating. As always, we greatly appreciate that. But our show is always sponsored by our partners over at GM Varndo and Sons. For 62 years, GM Varndo and Sons have been serving your Baton Rouge and Denham Springs area. Look, guys, check engine light comes on, they got you. Drivetrain repair, AC work, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, oil changes, tire sales, tire repairs, tire rotations. No job, no job at GM Varndo's is too big or too small. Call them today, set up an appointment, or just go on over there. 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Tell them Blake Rafino over at RU Series Sports sent you. We greatly appreciate it. All right, guys, listen, we got a lot to get to. Okay, we got we got so much to get to. I got I see you in the comments. Nick Glenn, July the first. You want a hat? My man, Nick Glenn, I greatly appreciate that. July the first. You can get that. Michael Gagliano is back with us. Steven Miller. What's going on, everybody? But we got a lot to get to. Look. I want to start here because I, I went on Bill King this morning on WNSR. We had him on SEC Gumbo yesterday. Let, stop right here. Now, as of right now, to my knowledge, there's two things that I know for sure. Tyler Shelvin put on a lot of weight. He's getting fat. <laughs> Fatter. But one thing I know for 100% sure, 100, I should back up. Tyler Shelvin's going to be in good shape. It's a big boy syndrome. I'm there. I'm there. I get where he's coming from. But listen, 30 athletes for LSU football do not have coronavirus. So all these Baton Rouge, the advocate, whoever you work for, stop what you're doing. 
Stop saying 30 athletes have coronavirus because you are wrong. You are wrong. So stop with that narrative. If Scott Woodward didn't tell you that, Shelly Mullinox didn't tell you that, come on. But Ed Orgeron talked Tuesday with Jordy Collada and T-Bob Abedir. Some very interesting points. He, in a question he was asked, he said that 85 to 90% of the team is ready to go. 85 to 90% of the team is ready to go. They could pass any, any test that you give them, the, the what, 10 110s. They're ready to go. Your upperclassmen are ready to go. But something that I thought was interesting, and Ed Orgeron has done this, and we can look at it as a staff. If you do not know Ed Orgeron and don't have a good connection, the chances of him really, maybe outside of a coordinator or a passing game coordinator like a Scott Linehan, he's not going to bring you in. But Christian Lockature, he said, is number one, a great recruiter. Number two, knows a lot about defensive line. I coached him. Pete Jenkins coached him. And he's been here with, with all the guys now. Dennis John, you know, there's so many guys that he's learned from other than me. I would assume that Christian Lockature, and Ed did say this, that he's going to be a great coach and whatever he does, he's going to be very good at it. But the number one thing that I took away from that is that it seems as if Ed Orgeron's going to keep Christian Lockature as close to him as humanly possible when it comes to LSU due to the simple fact of all the high praises he continues to give to him. But that's not all. Ed Orgeron did talk about Jabril Cox, who's the, the linebacker transfer from North Dakota State. Okay? Look, I, I, I'm getting a little sick, too, of this narrative that this kid can't play. Look, Chris Landry has come on this show. Uh, uh, Mike Detelier has mentioned. NFL scouts have mentioned that if he would have come out in last year's NFL draft, he would have been a first or second round pick. <laughs> he wants to make a name for himself, and he's going to be really good. He said, Ed, when Ed was asked a question about Jabril Cox, he said the kid's very quiet. He's very mature. He wants to get after it. He wants to lead by example. Sound familiar of another transfer that you've had over the last two years? And a guy by the name of Joe Burrow. Now, listen. <laughs> listen, I am not sitting here saying Jabril Cox is going to be uh, Joe Burrow. Quite frankly, no one that's played college football has been Joe Burrow. But Jabril Cox is set to go too good. He did talk about Eric Monroe. And this is something that's very interesting. Because when a kid enters their name in the transfer portal, you, there seems to be a little tension there from the head coach and the player and to the school. But Ed Orgeron said that there's nothing that he can say negative about Eric Monroe, that he wishes him well. He feels as if, or Eric feels as if, that he can go elsewhere and start. Not that he wouldn't have started at LSU, but that he can go elsewhere and start. I, I, I get the point where we talk about depth at safety, but <laughs> Todd Harris, Jacoby Stevens, Jordan Tolles, Mo Hampton, I mean, if you absolutely needed it, Devonta Lee could play that Jacoby Stevens role in this new 4-3, and you do not know what this defense is. You have a good idea of what this defense is going to look like. But you don't know what it's going to look like. He can play, he can play that Jacoby Stevens role. But the biggest thing, and you not, you guys know as a former offensive lineman, I got a hit here, the biggest thing that Ed Orgeron and that we have to take away from is when he talked about the Harvard transfer and Liam Shanahan. 
Listen right now, as of June 20, was it 24th? As of June 24th, I wanted to say this. If Liam Shanahan can come in and play center, play right guard, play right tackle, play left guard, he's, he's not built for left tackle, and he can lock down one of those positions. <laughs> okay. This three-loss LSU team, Miles Brendan not having protection. Guys, quite frankly, quite frankly, as I as I've sit here and I've thought about LSU up front and LSU offensively, when it comes to the offensive line, name a weakness outside of experience. Because Jared Rosenthal is getting better. Ed Ingram hasn't given up a sack in over three th- uh, over two, or I think it's like 2,100 snaps. Now, Chasen Hines, okay, center to guard is a, big, is a very big deal. Snapping the ball, getting into calls is a big deal. But when, as a true freshman, when he came against Auburn, against the number 10, or the 10th guy that was taken off the board in the NFL draft, and Derrick Brown, he dominated him for two and a half quarters. A true freshman in Chasen Hines dominated the 10th overall pick. I think it was 10th. I'm pretty sure. But the 10th overall pick in Derrick Brown. Right guard, you have two, four or five star guys, you know, regardless of the stars, and Anthony Bradford and Cardell Thomas and a right guard or right tackle, you have Austin Deculus. So sit here and tell me, sit here and tell me that this offensive line's not talented. You just picked up another one that we're going to talk about in just a second in Garrett Dellinger. But as Ed Orzron spoke to Jordy and T-Bob a couple days ago, he is doing something that Les didn't do. And quite frankly, you could say that hasn't been done. Yes, Saban did it a little. I mean, hell, one of the best, if not the best offensive linemen to come through LSU in the last 20 years is a guy by the name of Andrew Whitworth. And what Ed Orgeron is doing is building his team up front, defense and offensive line. If you can win there, you're going to win a national title. Doobie, what happened last year? Oh, that's right. Did they not? Hey, Doobie, did LSU win a national title last year? Man, I'm, I'm going to have to uh, check back with you on that. Huh. <laughs> but LSU won a national title with the best offensive line in the country. So stop with this narrative when you have – and look, I, people were, were ranting and raving over the simple fact, over the very simple fact, well, oh, you're going to get a transfer from Harvard? Well, that transfer might. That transfer might just be one of your starters. And what Ed Orgeron said, he said he went to James Craig, the offensive line coach, and said, Coach, a guy from Harvard, can he play in the SEC? And Ed said, look, I've seen this kid now. This kid can play. Are we going to sit here and now continue to continue to question Ed Orgeron and recruiting when it comes to transfers? <laughs> you better not. You better not. Oh, Ed Orgeron talking about Ray Baker. If you don't know what he means when he talks about Ray Baker, he's talking about the sun. The sun was beaming down. It's not beaming down this week. It's not beaming down this week as we've seen rain, I think, pretty much every day. There, I think Doobie told me that he was, uh, uh, you know, dang near a block away from getting swept up, like he was in uh, uh what's that, what's that movie? It's, that's it's a very, Twister, it, right? Yeah, Twister, Twister. That's what yeah. it's called. You, you were Twister, right? You were Man. almost in the movie Twister in real life, correct? Dude, it came out of nowhere. I went from you remember I texted you. I was like, I guess the rain's not coming. Thirty minutes later, it it, it just went from ninety to I don't. It was it was nuts. <laughs> 
I, agree, I greatly appreciate everyone joining the show. Craig Granger, Michael Gagliano, Sam Bacon, Mr. Jerry Perrin. We greatly appreciate it. Go ahead and hit the like and hit the share. Share it to some groups if you if you mind. If you don't mind. Last point that we're going to talk about with Ed Orgeron. Listen, I've been the advocate, I think, for over two months, and I guess Doobie can attest to this. Over the last two and a half, maybe three months, I've been sitting here on this show and talking about the SEC and really college football when it comes to the pass rush and that we do not have in college football for first time in a very long time a defensive end that can come off the edge and is that the transcendent guy. A transcendent can't-miss talent like a Chase Young, like a Miles Garrett, like a Von Miller. We don't have that guy in college football right now. Quote, Ed Orgeron, B.J. Ogilary equals future All-American. Philip Webb equals future All-American. Now, let me, let me say this. From a guy who is your head coach, who is coach defensive line, who has, well, not one, not two, not three. Oh, wait, that's right, 30 first-round picks. 30 first-round picks have come from the defensive line, and Ed Orgeron's been the position coach. <laughs> he recruited Greg Hardy. Now, yeah, now listen, I know about the. I, I know what you get with Greg Hardy. Leonard Williams. I mean, the list continues to go on and on for Ed. So when he talks about in recruiting, when he comes on the radio and says B.J. Ogilary is going to be a future LSU All-American, now, he might not do a lot this year, but a future LSU All-American, you can take that to the bank. So when it comes to pass rush, you better get ready because LSU is going to come. Bo Pelini is going to be very aggressive. He's going to be very, very, very aggressive. He's going to come after the quarterback. He's going to do a lot of things, and B.J. Ojolari in these pass rushes is going to be one of those guys that you're going to see on third down like you saw other freshmen that did last year. Justin Thomas is back. He was at 300 pounds when he came in. He's down to 285, and a t- prototypical, a completely prototypical 4-3 defensive end. Guys, I haven't been more fired up for a season because of COVID, because of everything that's going on in society than I am for this football season. I, I not one. If you want me, if you want to hear me tee off tomorrow about LSU, if you want to hear me tee off tomorrow about how what I think LSU is going to do. Catch me tomorrow at eleven thirty on the Chuck Oliver Show. The biggest radio show in the South. It's going to go down. Michael Gagliano says, Roll Tide, what? You know what? You. I agree with you. Roll what? you. (laughs) God, I love that man. God, I love that man. I guess the last thing you could get to that is Ed Orsron talked about Kevin Fogg knowing the pulse of the team. Uh, Greg McMahon knowing the pulse of the team, and that's big to him. Guys, culture is big to Ed Orgeron. It, it's so big. But before you leave, before you get out of here, before you get out of here, yes, I see a lot of you. I see a lot of you talking about the AYS merch. It is launching on July the 1st. We'll be sending a link. We'll put the link in here so you can get all your AYS merch. We greatly appreciate that. But everything that Ed Orgeron has done now after winning the pretty much completing the best season in college football history, having more kids drafted tied than ever before in the NFL draft. 
He's doing it again on the recruiting trail. But we're going to talk about Garrett Nussmeyer. Or Garrett Nussmeyer. We're going to talk about Garrett Nellinger. We're going to talk about recruiting. Before we get to that, the Boston. The Boston restaurant. Guys, listen, I've told you this a lot. Quite frankly, the best sushi, seafood, and steaks in all of the North Shore. You come up to the North Shore, you got to stop on by. I know that we're still in phase two, but you got to give them a call, make some reservations, go have some drinks with your lovely wife or husband. Go get the best, I, I swear, I, I think I've tried every sushi roll at that place. Yes, I'm a bigger guy, so don't judge. But I've tried every sushi roll in that place. Since we are in COVID still, give them a call, set up some reservations. Call them right now, get a takeout order. 985-748-5555. 985-748-5555. Take a screenshot of this and call them tomorrow. Go get you some takeout from the Boston. All right, guys, listen. Garrett Dellinger, a four-star offensive tackle out of Michigan. So let's stop right here. Let's stop right there. I don't, under, I don't think people fully understand how big this commitment of Garrett Dellinger is. I don't think people completely understand. Because you went and got a run, running back out of the state of Ohio. Now you got a four-star, some believe a five-star uh, offensive tackle out of the state of Michigan. Hmm. So in less than a month, or about a month and a half, in the last 45 days, Ed Orgeron and LSU staff has gone to Big Ten country in the two biggest prestigious Big Ten states in Michigan and Ohio and got a running back and an offensive tackle. What did I just say? What did I just say about Ed Orgeron? What did I just say about this LSU staff? What I told you was is that they're going to build up front. Now, listen, here's how I... Now, LSU has 12 hard commits right now, 12 guys that are committed to LSU. But here's another... Some guys that I think that are going to commit for LSU and going to commit to LSU. And I quite frankly believe that LSU could have the number one overall class. Now, we've had Mike Scarborough on. We need to have him back on. Chase Hoyt from TigerBait.com as well has been on. But listen, with the 12 recruits that you have now, with the 12 recruits that you have right now, Mason Smith, Sage Ryan, Coy Foreman, the number one recruit in the nation, Tristan Lee, Brian Thomas Jr. out of, out of Walker, Thomas Fadon, the tight end, Savion Berg, Chris Hilton out of Zachary. <laughs> the worst thing that could have happened for every other, L or every other SEC fan base in the country was that Ed Orgeron was hired as the head coach. And Blake, well, why do you mean that? Five-star, 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 five-star. Brian, five five-stars are favored to go to LSU. You just got another five-star in Garrett, or again, another four or five-star in Garrett Dellinger. So you could have the number one and number two offensive tackles in the country, the number one defensive tackle in the country, the number one defensive end in the country, and two of the best wide receivers that this state has produced. Listen, I have been saying this for so long. 
So every LSU fan that is watching right now, for every LSU fan that's going to listen and watch later on, for every LSU fan that's going to go and follow us on our podcast, hit the like and hit the subscribe. For all of you that's going to do that, for all of you that's here right now, Les Miles' air is over. What was it? Two years ago, three years ago, Ed Orsron told you that we're coming. And he didn't lie to you. You're recruiting with Alabama. You're recruiting with Clemson. You're recruiting with everyone in the country because Ed Orsron's your head coach. Name a recruit, name a player, and go Google this after the show that has said something negative towards Ed Orsron. Players loving, parents loving. Hell, all of us in here love him. Stephen Miller says, had Dellinger went to Bama, he would have gotten the extra star to become a (laughs) five-star. No lies there. No lies there were just spoken. Blaine Smith, my man, what's going on? Bama is still all over Sage. LSU better be relentless. Listen, Blaine, they are. They are. You know he's related to Kevin Falk. If we got to send the executive producer of AYS, Doobie Lane, over to Sage Ryan's place. I didn't do that. I'm just joking. We would never do that. We would never illegally give a recruit money. That never happens in recruiting whatsoever. Kyle Mitchell, what's going on, brother? Kyle Mitchell, good to see you, man. Yes, I do see all of you asking about the AYS merch. Okay. You like the AYS merch? You see the hat? You see you see the shirt? I appreciate it, guys. I greatly appreciate it. But listen, Ed Horsron is doing something that we have not. Listen, we have not seen this. Now, you can say Les Miles. You can say Les Miles got to two national titles at LSU, and he did. And I get that. You have not seen, you have not seen an LSU team be built like this since Nick Saban left. And quite frankly, other than 2003, Nick Saban didn't continue to go on this run because he left to Miami before going to Alabama. Stephen Miller says, man, I can't say enough about that hat. It's so clean, though. It is. Reginald Cormier, what's going on, brother? We greatly appreciate you joining the show. All right, let's get to Rafino's rants. I can't wait, Doobie. I, I just can't. I can't do it. We're going to probably try to have Scarborough on or maybe Chase Hoyt on. Talk about some recruiting. All right, before we get to that, Mike Bazile, our financial advisor. The AYS, the Are You Serious Financial Advisor. Look, guys, for all things financial, I go to him. Look, I have a family. I go to him for family planning. Look, one day, I, I, are you serious? Is going to be retired or going to be, or not going to ever sell this? Maybe the doobie. But we go to him for retirement planning. Technically, this is a business for doobie and I. I call him for business planning. Look, man, one day I'm going to die. I want to protect my family. I call him for insurance planning. God forbid something happened to me and I can't work. I call him for disability insurance. Call Mike Bazil today. Look, guys, if you live for it, he'll help you plan for it. 
That's 504-343-1576. Tell them Blake Rafino over at RU Serious Sports sent you. Maybe he will have a discount. Blaine Smith says, good point, Blake. Orgeron is building a dynasty. And Blaine, I, I fully believe that. I fully, fully believe that. Everyone that's joining the show, go ahead and hit the like and hit the share. Everyone on BRDL Media YouTube, go ahead and hit that like. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We greatly appreciate it. All right. My first Rafino's rants in the new merch. Colin Cowturd. Colin Cowturd. It's not. Okay. My mom's watching this. Colin Cowherd yesterday came out with a tier of college football and the way that I understand it over the last 10 years. In his top tier, I will give him this. Two teams in his top tier aren't wrong. He says Alabama and Ohio State. The next two are, do we please tell me we have a Rudy Poo keyed up? Do we have a Rudy Poo keyed up? His next two are Rudy Poo. Rudy Poo in Oklahoma and USC. In tier two, he has LSU, Clemson, Auburn, and much other teams. So let's stop here. Because it would be it would be doing him more justice. It would be doing him more justice to continue to go down his tiers and talk about his 10-minute video because quite frankly, I think that he does this. So that people like me, who talk more about LSU and the SEC, to come on here and say, oh, he's a, he's a dummy. USC has been irrelevant over the last 10 seasons. Over the last 10 seasons, Colin, they have been completely irrelevant. Tell me what they've won. They got to a Rose Bowl with Sam Darnold and beat a Wisconsin team. Okay. Okay, a squirrel always will find a nut if he's blind and he's fiddling around on the ground. In 2000, from 2002 maybe to 2007, yes, you could say USC was relevant. But over the last 10 years, Colin, just because that you live in Los Angeles and California and you have a lot of people that listen to your show, my name's Colin Cowher, and USC is in my tier number one. How? USC just had the worst, their absolutely worst recruiting class ever. Let me say this again. USC just had their worst recruiting class ever, and you're saying that they're a tier one team? How? Oklahoma hasn't won a national title since 2000. How are they in their tier one? So let's start here with LSU. And I'm going to go to Clemson because I believe, and I do believe, that Clemson is more erroneous, as, as Vince Vaughn would say, absolutely erroneous. Two thousand and three, but we got to cut that out. Two thousand and seven, but we have to cut that out because you're talking over the last ten years. So 2011 and 2019, and in 2011, and I, I will back this with everything in my heart and in my soul and in my mind, that that 2011 team defensively was the best defense that was ever constructed in college football history. 
well, let me back up. Maybe that 01 Miami team, maybe that 01 Miami team, that 01 Miami team was pretty filthy defensively. That's not where I want to go with it. They lost to Alabama. Okay. 2019, the best college football team of all time. And is that not enough said? Joe Burrow accumulated 65 touchdowns. The offense was unstoppable. And they won 15 games. Is that not enough? But if us as LSU fans, if we think that that's erroneous, let's think about Clemson. And over the last 10 years, how dominant, over the last half of this decade, over the last five to six years, how dominant, how absolutely dominant has Clemson been? Now, LSU just went into a national title and and wiped the floor with pretty boy, handsome brother himself, Trevor Lawrence. So we're going to sit here and say that Clemson and LSU shouldn't be in your top tier. And quite frankly, you guys might hate me for this, but possibly even Georgia. They're on that brink. Oklahoma hasn't won Rudy Poop. Key it up, Doobie. Key it up. My man. God, he's so good. God, he's so good. Doobie laying back on the ones and He does this because his network is Big Ten, Pac-12, and Big 12 affiliated. (laughs) But yet, when it comes to the NFL draft, he talks about, oh, all the SEC is so great. Colin, quite frankly, my man, quite frankly, when it comes to the state of Louisiana, you've lost all credibility. Because not only have you said Joe Burrow was trash, well, he didn't say he was trash, but that he wasn't good. Not only do you continue to take shots at LSU, but you take shots at the Saints. Why? The state of Louisiana disowns you and will not listen to you any further. Let's get to some of these comments. Reginald Cormier Cormier says, yes, since 2000. Oklahoma has not won a national title since 2000. They got there back in 2003 and got beat. The reason that they continue to get where where they get, because they do have good recruiting classes, but they have no competition in the Big 12. Since 2010 to now, has Texas, Texas been worth a damn? No. Texas Tech for one season under Mike Leach. Kansas State that one year when they had uh, Klein as the quarterback with Coach Bill Schneider, who's older than me and Doobies, our ages combined. Actually, me, my wife, and Doobies age combined. Stop. I didn't yell. I didn't yell. Yes, some of you saying that. No, I did not yell. Because I can't get my blood pressure continuously being up as much as it is. All right, we're going to go ahead and get to the last one. We're going to try to take some calls. Major League Baseball is back. Before we get to that, the Yard Father. The Yard Father. My guy, Jacob Perilou, over at the Yard Father, doing so much good stuff. Doing so much good stuff. Go to his Facebook page. It's right there, guys. You can see it right there at the bottom. Landscaping, cutting grass. You're on the North Shore. You're on the South Shore. 985-634-2454. 985-634-2454. Give him a call today. Tell him Blake sent you. All right, and his wife. Look, his wife, his wife, Amber, 
went over to my mom's house and cleaned it. Absolutely immaculate. You could order you a whole Domino's thin crust pizza, put it on the floor and eat it off. It was that clean. Kitchen, bathrooms, offices, dusting, vacuuming, mopping, whatever you, quite frankly, whatever you need cleaning-wise, my girl Amber can do. 985-634-1136. 985-634-1136. Tell them. Blake Rufino. Stephen Miller, I just got your text. Let's see what Mr. Stephen Miller said. Is it about Major League Baseball? Is it about the Major League Baseball tomorrow night? Oop. I can see the edge of the my my uh background. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen Miller. No, that's not that's not that's not a background. I, I carve wooded. I I I I carve that with my hands. I'm like a man. <laughs> Thank you, Miller. I always appreciate it, brother. All right, Major League Baseball is back. Look, guys. <laughs> Major League Baseball had a chance to be here in less than a week at July 4th weekend and gain so many fans and so many athletes. They didn't do it, but they are back. All right, look, what I will say, and when I say it so far, yes, they're going to play a season, a 60-game season, but but this isn't over. This isn't over. Now, all the MLB players have been saying, oh, well, we're ready to play, but then they would deny what the, what the owners will put forth and MLB, MLBPA will, will decline it. But we finally do have baseball. Stanley Polkley, I greatly appreciate that, brother. <laughs> Look, this is good for Major League Baseball because they're going to be the first one back. The first one's back. July the 1st, they will start. They will start doing some spring training, okay? And quite frankly, we need sports. Quite frankly, we need sports. I get that everything's climbing right now, COVID-wise, but we need sports. I'm glad that they were able to come with a deal. I'm glad they were able to do stuff because we need baseball. There is no summer in America without baseball. None whatsoever. But Major League Baseball is back. So to tell you what I'm thinking, in a 60-game short season, in a 60-game short season, I think that the Yankees will be relevant. I'm not saying that because I'm a Yankee for life. Uh, I have the Yankees in my, in my heart. I think that these top-tier teams, you know, do barring injury, are going to be elite. I think, as Bill King said last night on SEC Gumbo, it's going to be very chalky. The prestigious names in all of baseball are going to be there. The Phillies. The Yankees. The Dodgers. They're all going to be there. And I'm greatly, I am so glad that Major League Baseball is back. Now, the question will be is how is this playoff going to do? look? So now that this, I guess, is going to be a little bit more of an extended season when it comes to playoff and more teams. But quite frankly, the most sports I can get without having it for the last three months, I will take. I do not care. I do not care. Whatsoever, if you're playing a baseball game during the football season, because you know one thing that Blake Rafino at All You Serious Sports is going to do is flip back and forth. God forbid it, the Yankees are in the playoffs. Because <laughs> as much as I love football, I might be watching them. Stephen Miller says seven to two odds. Dodgers are thirteen to four odds. The Phillies, LMAO, yes, the Phillies. The Phillies with Bryce Harper, they're going to be stacked. Aaron Nola, dude, gags. 
The Phillies are going to be stacked, brother. The Phillies are going to be absolutely stacked. Did you know, Gags? So you can check me on this. When I talk about prestigious teams inside Major League Baseball, did you know that the Phillies are one of the most winning, one of the most winning organizations ever? Bryce Harper is not trash. You don't hit 30 home runs in Major League Baseball and you're trash. Sorry to tell you that. You do not hit 30-plus home runs in Major League Baseball and you're trash. You take a round ball with a round bat to square it up to hit a home run. Bryce Harper, is he as good as everyone intended him to be? Maybe not. But he's not as bad as everyone intended him to be. You hit 30 home runs in Major League Baseball, you're doing damn good. Adrian Perkins says, split screens exist for a reason. Adrian, I don't know what you mean by that, brother. But I'm really, 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 really excited for Major League Baseball to come back. All right, guys, we will go ahead and take your calls, 225-238-6075. That's 225-238-6075. Well, let me back up. Doobie, we're good on that end? Yeah, I actually just got it all updated, and uh, it should be up and going. All right, you guys, you want to call in? Go ahead. Sam Bacon, right now. You want to call in? Go right on ahead and do so. Let's get to some of these comments. Who loved this? I don't think he's trash. I don't think both. I, oh, I see what you're saying, Adrian. Watching both sports split screen. You're damn right, bro. You're damn right. Gag says the Phillies have had all these studs last season and didn't make the playoffs. So what? <laughs> so what? One of the better basketball teams ever associate or ever assembled didn't win a title in their first year. Yes, I'm talking about the Heat with LeBron. So what? They didn't make the playoffs. So you guys are going to sit here and tell me that Bryce Harper's trash for having seasons where he's hit over 300 and he's had seasons where he's hit over 30 home runs? That's trash to you? Like, that's trash? Gags, I love you, brother, but you got to get out of here with that. You got to get out of here with that. All right, 225 I had to check to make sure that was the right number. I thought I feel like I was reading an ad again. <laughs> Doobie, what do you think about what you think about what we talked about tonight? Any thoughts, any comments? If I'm being honest this whole time, I've been uh Figuring this out. Working your ass off. Yeah. <laughs> as I, I just installed that iOS 14. It's really, really different. Oh, look. Hold on. Here we go. We got gags. You're on live with Blake Rafino and RU Series Sports. Gags, why are you going to sit here and say that Bryce Harper's trash? One of the biggest drama queens in Major League Ooh. Baseball. Let me turn that up. So you're going to sit here and tell me, you're going to sit here and tell me that, that he's the biggest drama queen in all of baseball. Have you, uh, does that mean that he's trash though? Being a drama queen means that you're trash? I don't think he's trash statistically, but when I'm looking at a good ball player, I don't want you to just hit home runs and make plays. I want you to be a good vibe to the ball team. 
That's why Washington Nationals shipped him out, and look what Washington Nationals did the next. Well, past well, season. they didn't ship him. They didn't ship him out. He was a free agent, and he signed there. They did offer him one hundred and seventy-five million dollars to come come back to Washington and play. What I'm saying is, and I so let me. There's twofold here, Gags. I agree with you in the sense that I think he can be a prima donna. I think that he can be a cancer in a sense. Okay, but what I'm meaning as 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 when I think trash. When I think absolute, like someone who's trash, I think of, oh, who was a very bad Packer back in the day? Someone who's for the Packers who sucked. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Magic, I, it, Man, it, Magic Man, Magic Man, Magic Man. Okay. But you get what I'm saying? To say that someone's trash yeah. and hit 30 home runs in Major League Baseball, that's what I mean. But you're so right when it comes to him being a prima donna. Gags on tonight's show. What you thinking? What what what, what you want to talk about? I'm just ready for baseball. I mean, I I, I I'm loving all the LSU recruiting stuff. I'm you getting me hyped for college football. I've never been so more hyped for college football season since I started watching AYS. Your your me, your coverage of college football is is like it's way better than like anything Sports Center could do, or like Jesse Palmer or Chris Fowl or anything. Like it's way better than that, man. I should just like come to your house and just sit down with you on a day to day basis and get my sports fix. You know what I mean? Come on, I'll text you my address. Uh, listen, <laughs> Gags. If I catch you listening to Colin Calhurt, I'm uh, yeah, we're blocking your number. Yep. <laughs> Colin Calhurt hates Aaron Rodgers, so I would never listen to. Colin he hates Cowherd. himself. Yeah. He he hates himself because he nobody listens to him. No nobody in the South likes that guy. Like he's you know he said the whole Joe Burrow thing with the Bengals. Like oh he's gonna be trash and he said Joe Burrow's so, gonna be trash last season. Look what he did. You know? I, so listen, I went and watched the LSU. So I was working from home a little bit today. Okay, and so the I was like, look, I'm going to be doing some work. I got some stuff going on. My guy Casey brought dropped me off this fine ass. AYS merch, by the way, that'd be again for all of you that are joining us July the 1st. And I was watching the LSU Alabama game. There were seven passes that Joe Burrow threw the ball over 35 yards, and he said, or over actually close to 40 yards. He says his arm's weak. I mean, like, how bad of an analysis is that, Gags? Oh, it's terrible. I mean, you, you, you knew Joe Burrow arrived. When he went into Tuscaloosa and he manhandled that defense, well, and some people said, and I think Kyle Herb might have been one of them. Alabama has the best defense in college football. Yeah, until they played LSU, baby. <laughs> Joe Burrow had yeah, the he, smallest hands in college football. Gags. Hey, how about this? Yeah. How about this? <laughs> in one half, Joe Burrow was thirteen out of fifteen for over two hundred yards with three, or uh, yeah, it was three touchdowns against Alabama, and that was the second best half that he had ever had. So that wasn't even his best performance, I guess, since Coward said the best defense of all in college football, which which tells me, Gags, he didn't watch a snap before that game of Alabama. Gags, I want to shift to one question in the NFL for you. I I read something today about Aaron Rodgers and, and, and Jordan Love. He said that he's. it seems as if he's been a little bit more receptive to the situation. Is that true or is that just a completely BS article? Do I, do I think it's BS? Yes and no. I say yes because, like we talked about with Bryce, Rodgers is a big drama queen. He wants, he wants Green Bay all to himself. He wants, he wants, he wants 
Green Bay to be the Aaron Rodgers show and only the Aaron Rodgers show. Do I think he's re- uh, receptive to Jordan Love coming in and learning the system? Yes, but I don't think he's ready for Jordan Love to get a snap, even get a hint of the offensive playbook. Rodgers is a very selfish human being. I've, I've been a Green Bay fan since I was little, so I grew up watching Rodgers back in California as well. Uh, he's very selfish. So I, I, I'll call BS on it probably 80-20. I'll call BS 80. Yeah, I do too. 20. Yeah. All right. Last question. Yeah. Gags. We're talking about college football here. Over the last 10 years, who have been, who would be your tier one? LSU, Clemson, and Alabama. That's it. You would, you wouldn't put maybe, you wouldn't put Oklahoma in there, like, or Ohio State no. in there? Ohio State, maybe, maybe a borderline tier one, but not Oklahoma. Oklahoma hasn't done nothing since 2000, like you mentioned. Yeah, they've got exactly. the big with dance, you. but they haven't won it. They haven't won it. Yeah, so that, that I mean, if you can't one program, and and quite frankly, gags, it, it, to in retrospect, okay, I don't know if I don't put Georgia in there, and I'm out of a, yeah, a are we talking even though, even national if, championships in the last well, decade? Well, well, I, what I the reason I say Georgia possibly over Ohio State is. Ohio State in the last ten years, yes, they have a title, so they will get there. Okay, so there could be a, a a trump over the fact that they will be over Georgia, but over the last let's say seven, well, actually, I guess you can say what was that, two thousand and thirteen, two thousand and fourteen, when that happened. Okay, but over the last seven years, every time they got to the playoff, they got blank. Yeah, fourteen, the first year they they had the playoffs. So fourteen with a third so string quarterback. They, <laughs> Which was well, crazy. and they've gotten blanked, which is crazy. Gags, we greatly appreciate you calling in, brother. We know that you're always going to call in. You can call in anytime, man. We greatly appreciate it, brother. Yeah, have a blessed night. Thank y'all. You too, buddy. Thanks, you too, man. man. Paul Schwartz, what's going on? You heard? I'm glad the phone system's working after the update. That's always Me too. good. I really want Stephen Miller to call in. Stephen Miller, I really want you to call in. The biggest fan of RU Serious Sports in the history of RU Serious Sports, maybe outside of Stanley Polkey, my wife, my mom, my dad, and Doobie. Can you see that? I can see a little bit. Yeah, this everything's different. I Look like at that it. new update. It yep. looks like it looks like uh, Elon Musk put that inside of the space shuttle before they launched. Comes out in September. It's nice. I like it. Seems to be working pretty good. Paul Schwartz, we don't do that here on Facebook Live. We don't we don't do that. All right, Stephen Miller says tomorrow night it's on. Okay. All right. Gags, last th- I mean gags. Doobie, last thing before we get out of here. What's your tier? Which so we've talked you know, I've talked, Gags called in and he talked. What's your tier one in college football? Being like completely non biased and realistic, I'd put Alabama the last decade for sure is number one. And tier one, uh, I'm going to put Clemson in there because theoretically after the bowl game, was it 2012 or 13 when they beat LSU by that, uh, that field goal after that is when pretty much they won a different level, even though they're in a, their schedule's easy. Can't take it away mm-hmm. from them what they've done. So Clemson in there, uh, LSU got to put them in there cause they made it in 2011. They just kind of like you had said multiple times, have one of the 
The greatest, if not the greatest uh, season in college football history. Uh, and if I put a fourth team in there, uh, I, I would put um, Ohio State just because they won it in 2014. Um, and they've been consistent as far as regular mm-hmm. season. Um, mm-hmm. And this is going off of like national championships. Uh, overall consistency, I mean, I don't know what do you, I think. I would have to put those four, but Georgia, Georgia's kind of knocking on that door because I know they went to it. Uh, was it? Was it? Uh, eighteen, two thousand eighteen, or was it? Uh, mm-hmm. okay, no, it was two thousand seventeen. Seven, okay, it was seventeen. So eighteen was Clemson and Bama, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're they are close, but man, it's the fact that I guess all the talent. And they just, you know, fall short. Craig Granger, Craig Granger, call in 225-238-6075. Craig Granger, call in right now, 225-238-6075. I want to know why you put Oklahoma in there. Keep going, Doobie. Yeah, uh, uh, but back to that, Georgia's kind of knocking on it, but just because of the fact that they haven't won it yet, um, I, I can't slide them in there. As far as Oklahoma goes, I mean, regular season, they, they, they've been pretty consistent, made it to the playoffs, but – Man, every time they they make it though, they kind of get kind of get. It's shredded. hard for me, Doobie. You know, Bill King came on SEC Gumbo last night. Yeah. Okay, and he said that college football is very chalky. And let's look at the national titles over the last ten years: Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, LSU. People are gonna okay. hate me for this. I, 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 the the and me being non-biased, the 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 main team I would put. Above them all, just on what they've done, is Alabama. I'm just being realistic. As Craig Granger, like, call in. 225-238-6075. But LSU 225-238-6075. You know, you, it's hard for me now, when man. You, well, it's hard for me when you talk about these chalky, as Bill call, talked about. Okay, when you talk about the chalky, it's hard for me not. The only reason why I would put Georgia in there is because you've gotten to multiple okay, – let me back up. I don't know if I would put them in there, okay? But it would be damn near close. Because due to the fact you've gotten to two playoffs, you got into a national title, and quite frankly, you win your division every year. Can I throw something okay. that's really off subject? Uh, Go ahead. Kind of so off subject. Did you see? Derek, we're talking about, Derek, we're talking over the last 10 years. Keep going, Doobie. Again, this is kind of irrelevant uh, according to the subject, but... Did you see Mac Brown in North Carolina on their recruiting right now? What is what is going on? Are they sliding the checks? In reference, writing the checks up a little earlier. Well, 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 first off, he's a national champion winning head coach. He's the winningest coach in North Carolina history. Okay, there's a lot of people over in the East Coast in that region who quite frankly are really good at football and don't have a school to go to, and they go to an Ohio State. They've been going to Georgia. They've been going to Clemson. So what's going he on? He knows man? the game. Hey, bro. It's Craig over here in Lake Charles, bro. How y'all living? Craig, what's going on, bro? Oh, man, just enjoying this, uh, th- this debate about college football. It's making me happy. Okay, Craig, you came on Facebook Live and you said that you would put Oklahoma in your tier one. Explain yourself. Oh, Oklahoma? Uh, well, they have one of the best coaches in, in college football, in my opinion. And um, 
I agree with that. One of the best coaches. Okay. And also, um, also with that being said, they're always going to have a defense, uh, and they're also going to have running backs. So I mean, they're always going to be there. I mean, like it's Oklahoma, man. I mean, you mean remember Barry Switzer? Like, come on, man, it's Oklahoma, bro. I mean, granted, we whooped their ass about fifteen times over. But, yeah, but you know. we're talking over the Craig. The, the the argument here is over the over the last ten years. Okay, so I think they've been you, up there the whole time. I mean, that's that's a but every year, time they've gotten the playoffs, they go keep going, Craig. Keep going. That's fine. I'm just saying. Yeah, they get the playoffs. They fucking stumble because they can't keep up with yeah. um, they can't keep up with with, with SEC defenses, and uh, then you mm-hmm. know it's just it, it, stuff like that. I mean, they they just can't. It's just not. You know, they're, they they play in the Big Twelve or whatnot, whatever, whatever the fuck it's called nowadays. Is it the Big Fourteen now? I don't, I don't remember. Big Ten. <laughs> Big Twelve. Yeah. Uh, Craig, the reason that I say, the reason that I say that I don't put them there is because I feel like if you're going to be in a tier one, you got to win the title, right? Like you got so, to have a national title. I guarantee you, bro. I guarantee you, bro. Oklahoma will be there this year. If we have a college football, uh, if we have a college football season. Okay. Okay. We'll be in and they, they will be Craig. there. And they will be something to reckon with because they got running backs and they got a hell of an offensive line. They do have a hell of an offensive line. You're so yeah, right about and that. Their running backs are going to be there. I mean, I'm just telling you. Craig, without getting political, Craig, without getting political, because I don't want to get political here, you follow NASCAR better than anybody, okay? You you follow NASCAR better than anybody. What's the pulse around NASCAR right now? Without getting so political, what's the pulse? Oh, no, like, we're what's fine, going on? Man, we're just turning wrenches, dude. That's all it is. We're just turning wrenches, mm-hmm. man. It's a lot of shit that happens. You know, I, I, I kind of peeped game on shit this morning. But everything's mm-hmm. fine, man. We're just going to the tricky triangle. We're going to Pocono, and we're we're going to go race fast, bro. As fuck. I mean, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. to tell you. That's all we're doing. I mean, that's it. You want me to not be political? That's it. That's what we're going to do. Well, turning races and going fast. Well, the reason I asked the pulse, okay, without because I don't want to get so political that we're like, oh, this and that. I just, you know, yeah, the culture of. Yeah, the culture of a sport is what I was more worried about. Craig Granger is, is our guest calling in here. Craig, let me ask you this. We'll get you on out of here. Uh, your take on NASCAR coming back, they've allowed fans. How has that been going on? I think that they allowed 5,000 fans, did they not? And how right. has that been going? How has that been going since they've allowed fans in? Has it been good? Have people been testing positive? How's that yeah. going since they've let fans in? Well, the thing is, y'all. A lot of people don't realize, you know, this ain't breaking news. I mean, all you have to do is go fucking Google it. I mean, the the the, the grandstands and 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 the, and the okay. things around NASCAR are bigger than like you know you. How, how many people you hold in LSU, LSU uh, uh, Tire State? One hundred and one hundred and two thousand three hundred and twenty-one. It depends on what game you're at, but over a hundred thousand. Yep. Okay. So it's like that, and it's spread out, you know, in, in, in basically all the tracks that we're using right now, that NASCAR is using right now. It's huge, man. I mean, you're looking at, like, you look at, you look at Dega, it can hold up to 200,000. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's okay. And, like, and you, you look at Bristol, we're going to have 30,000 people at Bristol for the All-Star, for the All-Star race. I saw, you know? I saw that. Yep. 
and they're still going to do it. And I, the thing is you can spread people out, you know what I mean? So you can use Mm -hmm. the social distancing and you can use your mask and you can do everything like that. So that's what's happening. I mean, but it's ever changing. It's ever evolving. So, you know, well, Greg, uh, well, Craig, I greatly appreciate you calling in because listen, I, I, I was, I have, I've been looking at it, I've been hearing it, I've been listening to it, but I don't follow it as good as you do, and I was just trying to see what it looked like with fans. I mean, heck, you, Dude, you... I've, I've been following this shit since nineteen eighty five, bro. Fortunately <laughs> and unfortunately, it's all good, Craig. I greatly appreciate you calling in, good sir. We, you can call in all anytime right, you want to, bro. Hell yeah, man! Hold it, bro. Hold it. <laughs> little unfiltered but it's all good i mean look i like the fact that he calls in and is is himself i really appreciate that all right guys we're going to go ahead and call it listen i want to go ahead and take this time to say this okay i'm going to say it on air i'm going to say it right here is that i greatly appreciate mr doobie lane okay he is <laughs> he works as you know what off to make sure this all this goes on i couldn't do any of this I couldn't do any of this without him. So, hey, we're at, is this episode 55? Yes, and actually we got uh, Sam calling in. All right, go ahead. Before we oh. get to Mr. Sam, before we get to Mr. Sam, hold on one second, Sam. Let me finish this thought. But I greatly do appreciate Mr. Doobie. Sam, if, if it was anyone else outside of maybe Jesus himself I w- we wouldn't have taken this call but my man Sam Bacon the legend himself out of <laughs> out of the best country in the world Mr. Sam what's going on no he he had actually uh there he is yeah, Sam Bacon. Oh. I'm unable to get to I'm muted to the stream, but I called him back. Yeah, he he, he called and it hung up, called him back and uh again I'm only talking to you right now, but uh okay. I appreciate anyway. that though, buddy. I appreciate you, brother. All right, guys, my name's Blake Rafino. Are You Serious Merch? Are You Serious Merch is going to be ju- launching July the 1st. Listen, I need all of you. I need all of you to go get you some merch. So let's spread this. Let's go get the merch. Let's get some hats. Let's get some shirts. Let's do it to it. Doobie Lane was back on the ones and twos. I am Blake Rafino, your host. SEC Gumbo tomorrow. Maybe we have a huge guest. Maybe we have an SEC coach. All right, guys, my name is Blake Rafino. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.